Gorgeous Wednesday evening here in Toronto. The Employment Hour is back. As always, your calls, uh, your questions, your queries. You want to know about employment? You want to know about severance? How much severance you should have? Why you lost your job? Did you just lose your job? Or maybe you think the uh, it's coming down the pike. Something might be brewing underneath you. You want to know uh, some details on how to deal with it. When he's not running a law firm, he's doing a radio show. Busier than a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest. There he is, my good pal, Lior. How's the week? Uh, how's the week, pal? Hey, Johnny. Thank you very much. Uh, always a great uh, pleasure to be back, and the weather is looking better, and yeah, long-term man. forecast looks good as well, so hopefully we can all get out from our, our hibernation and enjoy some <laughs> of the uh, the nice stuff that uh, the city, the province has to offer. And, uh, you know, but we, we're here to inform and educate, and, and this is the show, this is the time, this is the only place you go to if you have questions, uh, if you're wondering, your bosses did something to you, you're upset, no need to be upset, let's get your answers, let's find out if that was right or not, and uh, I'm, I'm here tonight, 8 o'clock, bring it on. And let me tell you about a couple of situations, John, uh, over the past few days. First one, uh, I got a call from a gentleman. Now, he did not want to call me for the longest time. Mm-hmm. His wife had been on him for the past six months to call me. The reason for that, six months ago, he had received a demotion uh, of sorts. So he was, used to have supervisory responsibilities. The company changed his role to a, a role without any supervisory responsibilities. A small reduction in pay, not huge, uh, but, but certainly a, a lesser a position. He was very unhappy about it. And his wife said, call Lior, call Lior. No, no, I don't really want to. I don't think I should. It's probably going to be okay. They'll, they'll probably put me back in my old position. Well, after six months of this, he realized they're not putting him back in his old position. And this new position, frankly, was not good. He didn't like it. Uh, and he decided to call me. And he wanted to know what, what, what gives. So I said, well, what happened to you six months ago was a constructive dismissal. You would have had the option to leave and get your full severance. You didn't have to accept it. But guess what? You did accept it. Six months later, you can't really do yeah. much about it. You're considered to have accepted it. Uh, and I could hear the wife in the background furious. Really, the lesson here, John, is listen to your wife. Always. Always. Uh, I, I, I know I do. Uh, she's listening now, <laughs> so I have to say that. But, but uh, in all seriousness, John, if there's a change to the terms of your employment, you have to do something about it right away. Mm-hmm. In this case, he accepted this change by continuing to work, and then once he's accepted it, there's no going back. So if your employer reduces your compensation, changes your job responsibilities, your work hours, etc., you have a very small window to deal with that, usually a few weeks, and that's it. Mm-hmm. If you go beyond that window, you've accepted it, and then, John, you're stuck. And then by then, it's like you've always said, you do it once, they can do it again. And now it's a, it's a term of your employment. They can keep doing it, right? It's a, it becomes a bigger and bigger problem. So yeah. you have to deal with it right away. Always listen to your wife or significant other. They know what they're talking about. Four one, wow. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. I think somebody wants to buy a new car. Uh, Stephen, <laughs> how you doing, pal? What's going on? First call of the night. How you doing? I'm All doing right. well. Thank you so much. <clears throat> I'm going to uh, turn my radio down. Sure. There, that's better. There we go. Uh, Yes. Okay. So uh, two months ago, my wife was uh, terminated. Yep. And uh, they, uh, okay, they've been going through some hoops trying to get uh, things settled and whatnot. But anyways, uh, the thing is, she finally got a reason for the termination. The termination was that her job was redundant. Right. Now, interestingly enough, they have people coming in what they call on-call to do what she was doing. Now, that seems kind of strange to me. 
you let somebody go saying they're redundant, but you're filling her position with uh, on calls people that you know <clears throat> just are, so Stephen here's here's the thing yada yada they're they're probably lying I mean you know facts are facts you can't argue with facts but the reality is Stephen that they're allowed to let her go for really any reason as long as severance is paid. Yes, so as long as they pay a proper severance, whether they're being honest or, or less than honest, uh, whether their reason is a good one or not so good one, uh, you know, maybe someone wanted to hire their, their friend's daughter instead of your wife. I mean, right. that's a silly reason. But legally, they could do that as long as severance is paid. So, so let's zero in here on, on the severance issue. Uh, how long did your wife uh, work there for? Uh, eight years. Eight years, and what, and, and, and what kind of job? She 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 did uh, she did re- receive um, adequate severance. She, well, she but, discussed all this with the lawyer and whatnot. Oh, she discussed. Okay, then then if she discussed with the lawyer, hopefully the lawyer would have told her that they're allowed to to do what they did. But yes. for my own peace of mind here, eight years. What kind of job uh, was she uh, was she doing? She was a bit, uh, business office administrator. Okay, and and how old is your wife? Uh, she's forty nine years old. So someone in her situation, right around eight to nine months pay is what I would assess her. Is that what she wow. received? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, okay. What did she receive? <laughs> Five months. Well, no, that's that's not close. I mean, if she had worked there for four years, I would have still assessed her at probably six months. Uh, right. So, so no, that would be, that would have been a wrongful dismissal. Did she sign off on the papers? Uh, that, that I'm not too sure of at the moment. Uh, there's still been bantering back and forth. Okay. So uh, I'll I'll get clear on that. And uh, so so the problem here then, Stephen, is the fact that five months is not close. It's not what she's owed. She's owed a lot more. The right. reason, you know, it's probably not legitimate, but they're still allowed to do that as long as they pay that eight months or so nine months pay that she's owed. Uh, so right. that's your job. If she has any questions, she wants to make sure she gets that. Uh, if she's any issues, you can call me off air. Happy to talk to you. Happy to talk to her and help in any way. Now, what if what if she has signed off it, uh, on it, and uh, it's because she's gotten be- uh, poor advice from the the lawyer she's been consulting? Uh, unfortunately, not much you yeah. can do. Uh, yeah, that's why you have to be very careful who you get your advice from. If she signed off, it, it's a done deal. Uh, we we have to move on. There's nothing else that can be done. Steve, appreciate the call. I'm moving forward. one 821 5900 We'll take a very short break. Right back to you. More of your phone calls. We'd love to hear from you this evening. The Employment Hour, Wednesday night edition, Talk Radio, AM640. Neil and Grimsby. Hi, pal. How are you doing? Oh, I'm not doing bad. Thanks very much. Good. What's your concern? Um, it's my wife. Um, basically, um, she got let go a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she worked for an accounting firm and did corporate taxes, U.S. taxes and whatnot. So they have obviously a preseason where they get super busy and she works extra hours. She's been working her butt off for this company, going the extra mile. She's an EA. And then uh, this company, you know, being there over a year and a half or close to this two-year point, she discovered that, you know, the longest-running employee there is like three or four years. So they tend to let people go, especially once the busy time's over and she's done being working the weekends. So what happened right. was, out of the blue, um, she was just discussing because it's an office atmosphere and they all discuss, oh, who's next, you know what I mean? Because it's that time of year again. Mm-hmm. So she mentioned to one of her bosses that, our, you know, everybody's saying that a mod's next or whatever the gentleman's name was. And then the following day she went into work, they let her go, plus a co-worker under breach of confidentiality. What and nonsense. they gave her 1.67 wow. <laughs> weeks pay. And then that was it. And she busted her ass. We got a vacation book, and they just, yep, wow. that's it. We got Neil, a balance. Uh, how, long, how long did you work there for, Neil? Two years. Two years, okay. And uh, how old is your wife? 
She's 44. So, yeah, uh, obviously the whole idea of confidentiality, breach of confidentiality in the circumstances you've described yeah. is nonsense in the sense that it's not cause for dismissal. Uh, so, which means it's a without cause termination in the eyes of the law, yeah. which, which means then she gets severance. So, no, 1.6 weeks is not enough for her. Someone in her situation probably gets right around four months' pay. Uh, even could be slightly more than that. Okay, so, then so here's the problem, though. Yes, sir. I've been listening to you, and my wife, she wouldn't lie to me. I told her to call your office, and she talked to your receptionist, and she got really upset after the conversation because she was let to believe that, you know what, they can say whatever they want to say. And the, the worst thing about the whole story to her is because she didn't really like the company anyway, and she was looking. But the problem was is that she's still in contact with some of her coworkers, and they were spreading around the rumor entire office, which is defamation of character, that she, you know, her and this other girl got fired for breach of confidentiality. Mm -hmm. So when she spoke to someone in your office, she explained the situation. She told them, read the letter out that they gave them to them. They said, that's, that's what you get. And, you know, people can say what they can say. So, so I don't the know where reality, Neil, with this. So it, it is that, though. I mean, that, that yeah. is true. They, they can say what they say. It's, it's not defamation because she was let go for confidentiality. It doesn't mean that it's, it's a good reason, but it's the, it's the reason. This yeah. case is, is about severance. It's not about why she was let go. It's yeah. not about what they're saying. So really, the only issue in, in this case, because it's a termination without cause, is severance. Yeah. So yeah. because of that, uh, you know, she may be upset about that because she may be upset by being let go. And I get that. But it really is about severance. So four or five months pay is what she'd be owed, not two weeks pay. And because of that, that's a wrongful dismissal. So if she wants to pursue that aspect to make sure she gets her full compensation, happy to talk to her, happy to help her as soon as possible. one 821 5900 is that number. Neil, got to, uh, Joanne on the line. Good evening, Joanne. Hi, how are you? Excellent. How are you? What's your concern? Not bad. I'm calling for my niece. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to know if waitresses can get severance. 100%. Yeah. Waitresses oh, okay. get severance as much as anyone. The only complication with waitresses is because they a lot of their income may be in tips, it may be more difficult to figure out what they actually earn. So let's say they get paid, I don't know, 10 bucks an hour. I don't know. I just picked a number. And they also make another uh, 50 bucks uh, a night in tip. Uh, I'm just using an example. Then you know we need to account for the tips. So sometimes that could be a bit more tricky to figure out how much the tips are worth because it's not all documented properly. But does she get severance? Absolutely, she gets severance. Same okay. as everyone else, based on her age, position, and length of employment. Has she been let go? Okay. Yeah, she went into work a couple of weeks ago for her regular shift, and her boss took her aside and started pointing out all these things that she was doing wrong. And she says, "I've been here seven months, and you've never said anything." And now all of a sudden, I'm doing everything right. wrong? She's like, what's going on? And she said, well, it doesn't matter. I have enough to, to fire you. She said, no, you don't. You haven't given me any warnings. Right. Nothing. And she says, well, it doesn't matter. I don't like you. I don't want you working here anymore. Either you quit or you get fired. So, Duran, yes. Of course she's owed she severance now. I'm assuming, you know, if she's younger. And, oh, she and, said she quit? She quit, yeah. Yeah, well, that's nonsense. Yeah. She's owed severance, Joanne. The, the amount may not be large if she's been there for seven months and she's probably younger and, and as a waitress, she may be looking at you know yeah. a couple of weeks' pay, two, three weeks' pay. Uh, but she's owed that. Uh, anything less than that is, is a wrongful dismissal, absolutely. Okay. All right. I'll let her know. All right, Joanne, I appreciate the call. We'll get to uh, Sam here just before we break. Hi, Sam. How you doing? Good. What's happening? Um, I'd like to ask a question. I have a friend of mine that started with this company. It's a storage facility. 
And yep. she runs the office, does all the units and everything, and she works from 10 to 5, five days a week. Now, this is a contract job that she understands. They pay her. They don't pay her unemployment insurance kind of pension. Um, she's been there three years. She had a triple bypass done. She was off two weeks. Or, pardon me, two months. And when she come back, they had hired a new gal, and now they have to do three-day, three-day, and she has no choice. She has to work uh, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because um, they're closed Sunday. Um, and her understanding is is that she can be fired and get no compensation whatsoever. Now, she lives in Tottenham, and she drives to Mono, and she's in that office five days a week. I've heard your program, and you say that's classed as a full-time employment. Am I right? Good, good for you, Sam. That's exactly right. You, you took the, the words out of my mouth. If she's been there for a few years, she's working, or she has worked up until her medical condition, regular hours, essentially full-time hours. It doesn't matter what someone calls her. Uh, she would be considered an employee which means she has the rights of an employee. Specifically, one of the rights is uh, they can't let her go without severance. They have to pay full severance. The other right that comes with being an employee is they can't just change your job duties or job hours. So depending on when this happened, the, 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 the change in, in hours, she may be able to treat that as a constructive dismissal. Uh, but whether or not she chooses to do that, what's important to understand is that when someone is misclassified, when someone really is an employee but is called something else, if they're let go, they're, they get full severance, just like any other employee. Uh, so you, you should tell your friend that she should call me to, to discuss her matter so I can give her some more specific advice. But uh, it's very common to see people misclassified. I'm sure right now, John, we have listeners that are working, quote-unquote, as contractors oh, yeah. or on contract. But guess what? You're probably still in the eyes of the law, employees. Sam, that number, uh, 1-855-821-5900. We'll take a, break, a quick break, get back to more of your phone calls. Wednesday evening, we also do this Monday evenings at 7 o'clock as well. As you know, the employment hour. If you have did some uh, quick assessments uh, when we were on the air, you do every time we're on the air, Lior. And uh, one way you can do it, or if you haven't got it in your head like you do for doing it so long, is a severance pay calculator. Correct. And just that during uh, the commercial break, I got a, a person that emailed me wanted to know what he would get after uh, 22 years of, of employment, mm. uh, what severance he'd get. Well, again, one way you can do that, uh, even if it's you know midnight and I've already gone to bed and you can't ask me, severancepaycalculator.com. Again, severancepaycalculator.com. I created it. I've been put the information in there. It allows you to find out how much severance you're owed if you lost your job. Or maybe you haven't lost your job, but you're curious, you're worried, you see some things coming in the future, and you want to know what you'd be owed so that you're prepared. You go to the severance calculator, you input your age, your position, and the length of your employment, and you're done. It's going to tell you how much you're owed quickly, anonymously. It takes seconds. It's always, always handy and available to you. Make it the first place you go to, severancepaycalculator.com. Good evening, Steve. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. What's your concern, man? I just got a question about yep. um, replacement. How are they replacing? Uh, I'm, I'm a supervisor, and uh, I've been told for the last year that they're looking for my replacement. And uh, every month I got to see it on uh, company uh, in-house emails that they're replacing me, and uh, I haven't found nobody. So it's kind of like, for me, it's kind of like insulting, and, and yeah. you don't feel like I'm being harassed and bullied. But 
how long does it like someone got to sit in a company and have to deal with this? It's been like I said, it's been a year, but they haven't found nobody. Wow. But is there like so, anything, so Steve, anything you why, can do, like it, why are they looking for your replacement? Uh, they're, they're doing changes and stuff within the company. It's a pretty big company, and they're saying that they're doing changes from uh, corporate head office, basically. And, and they're not trying to hide the fact that essentially, as soon as oh no uh, no no, everybody here knows I'm being replaced. As soon as they find the right guy or girl, you're you're gone. I'm gone. Well, not gone. They're going to offer me a, another job within yeah. the company at a lower pay rate, probably, mm-hmm. and a lower uh, responsibility. Yeah. So so here's the thing. Uh, I mean, did, I, I I was involved in a similar matter a few uh, a few years ago. That ultimately, it is embarrassing to, yeah. to see your name on internal emails that you know we're looking to replace Steve, and and Steve's going to be gone from this position as soon as possible. And you know what? I don't think you have to take it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, even though the fact that it's already been for a year, this is the type of thing that, you know, obviously the longer it goes, the more embarrassing it is. I actually think you can treat this right now potentially as a constructive dismissal uh, yeah. because of the fact that it's embarrassing to you. It's it's yeah. one of those things that, you know, it, it, it makes the work environment uncomfortable. It's got to cause you stress, in- right? Like, yeah, come very, on, mental stress. Very, yeah. well, like, you I don't know if the axe is going to fall today or tomorrow. So. Yeah. So yeah, oh yeah. as far as I'm concerned, Steve, you have an option, which is to yeah. treat this now as a constructive dismissal and say, so long, people. If you really don't want me, I'm going to go. But guess yeah. what? You're going to pay me my full severance. Steve, yeah. how long have you been there? Uh, 14 years, almost. Four, 14 years. And what kind of a job? Uh, super, it's like a supervisor role. It's a lead hand role. Okay, good. It's a and distribution center. Good. And, and how old are you, Steve? I'm uh, 43. So someone in your situation, yeah, probably somewhere around 14 months. It could even be 15 months pay. Yeah. Uh, so that's what you'd be looking at. Certainly, it would always be north of 12 months that you're owed. So yeah. potentially, now is the time to do this, uh, so to kind of end the, the stress and the misery. Uh, yeah. If that's what you want, if you've had enough. and you've I've been, had enough. You know, I, like, every, like I said, every month I got guys coming to me and saying, like, this is crazy. Like, how can they do this to you? You're still coming in every day, opening the building, and you're doing all this for this company. And, and, they, and they constantly every keep posting this, your job's going to be replaced, your job's going to be replaced. But like, the body's still warm. Give me a break here. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Right. Like, exactly. Like, God. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Steve, you don't have to take it. I, I wouldn't take it. I don't know too many people that would be able to take it. You give me a call. Let's get you out of there. Let's get you the, the compensation that you're owed. I mean, come on. That's not a way to treat an employee. And after 14 years, John, come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah. The number, uh, Steve, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. We'll take a, a brief pause. Tom's will get to you next. So hang on, pal. It is the employment hour. We got to lots of stuff to get through. Our topic for tonight, uh, between the phone calls, is more things that your employer won't tell you about your workplace rights. Oh yes, but we will. And one of them will pick it up uh, right at the top, and that is uh, you should never want to sign an employment agreement. And to a lot of people, John, this idea is going to be counterintuitive. Why wouldn't an employee want to sign an employment agreement? Why wouldn't we want to sign a a comprehensive document that outlines the terms of employment uh, and and that, that outlines everything we need to know? That sounds great. Well, no, it's not so great. The reason it's not so great is because what an employment agreement often and usually does is take away some of the rights that would be there otherwise. The law provides some automatic rights that are available to employees. They're quite good. They're quite comprehensive. For example, the law prevents the employer from changing your job. The law prevents the employer from uh, reducing your pay, from uh, relocating you, uh, from uh, letting you go without proper compensation. Well, guess what? An employment agreement can change all those things. It could give the employer the right to let you go with almost no severance, to change the terms of employment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
So whenever you're looking at a long employment agreement with a lot of legalese, I can promise you that in that document, there's going to be a bunch of stuff, a ton of stuff probably, that's not good for the employee. I would much rather you as an individual start a job on a handshake or jot down something on the back of a napkin. I know I'm, 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 I'm sounding ridiculous, but that's much, much better for the employee. Be concerned when you're offered the big employment agreement. Oftentimes, there's going to be terms in that agreement that at some point is going to cost you a lot of money. And be even more concerned, John, if you're already working, you already have a job, and now your employer comes to you and says, hey, we want you to sign an employment mm -hmm. agreement. That is bad news. Uh, that's something that's it's definitely going to cost you money at some point. Be careful. Don't do that. Any questions, any concerns, you give me a call. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale to call through tonight to the show till, uh, till 8 o'clock. Something else that they won't tell you and we'll expose right here. You do get severance if you've been laid off temporarily. Laid off temporarily. Yes, you one. do, Johnny. Yeah. You get severance if you've been laid off temporarily. Uh, a temporary layoff, people think, assume oftentimes both employers and employee that it's, it's legal. Well, I haven't been laid, let go yet. I've just been laid off temporarily, so I'm going to maybe go back to work, but either way, I'm not owed severance. No, not the case. A temporary layoff in most cases is a termination, which means you have the option to treat it as a termination. You don't have to. You can wait and hope that they'll call you back and then maybe continue working. Or you can say, no, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to get my full severance. I'm going to treat my employment as being terminated and move on. Why, why do you want to do that? You want to do that because if you allow the employer to lay you off temporarily and you go back to work, then you've given them a right to do it again and again and again. And that becomes a real problem. So you don't want to do that. A temporary layoff, unless uh, you've, you've allowed the employer to do it in the past, is usually a termination. You can treat that as a termination and you get full severance. So if you're sitting at home right now because a few weeks ago your employer laid you off temporarily, you have this option right now, today, immediately. You can treat that as a termination. Got open lines. You want to call 416-870-6400, star 640 on seller conversation, talking about the things your employer won't tell you about your job. But we will. You cannot be made to take on more responsibilities without more pay. No, you cannot. And, and uh, oftentimes people understand that, you know, I can't be demoted. I can't be uh, have my salary reduced. But what about, you know, more responsibilities? We're going to ask more of you. We're going to pay you the same. Well, it's the same essentially as a pay reduction because mm -hmm. you're doing a heck of a lot more. You're not getting paid. You're spending more money. Oh, sorry. You're spending more time. Uh, you're uh, probably getting more stressed out. You're, you're uh, uh, not uh, doing the things that you want to do outside of work. So that's not something that an employer is allowed to do. That is a significant change to the terms of employment. Now, I'm not talking about something that adds another half hour to your work week. But if your employer changes the, your job duties and now you're doing the two jobs, you know, oftentimes, John, the company lets an employee go. And instead of replacing the employee, they give that person's duties to someone else. Well, guess what? If that's what's happened to you, you you're now doing two people's jobs, mm -hmm. your pay hasn't changed, you can treat that as a constructive dismissal. That's not something an employer is allowed to do. Uh, if they pay you more, potentially at that point you, you, you may not be upset about it, but if they're going to pay you the same to do double the work, that's a constructive dismissal. You can treat your employment as being terminated if your employer won't back off. Uh, it, it's a huge change. It could be massive. We'll take a, 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 a brief uh, break, pardon me, and we'll get back to your phone calls after we, uh, we come back. Right back to your phone calls. Always have top priority. Paul, good evening. How are you doing, guys? Good, man. What's going on with you? 
Okay, well, it's my daughter, uh, Lior. She's uh, 26 years old. She worked in the medical field, and the doctor that she worked for sold his practice to a new medical, uh, a, new, a new doctor. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the new doctor went with the um, whole health, uh, health food and healthy lifestyle um, practice along with the regular practice. Yep. He terminated her, and my personal belief, and you know what, there's no way of proving it, but I think it has to do with her weight. Now, maybe she is she's a bit overweight is that the idea yeah she's a big girl and you know okay. what yeah she's a big girl and i that's what i personally think it has to do with mm. now um i'm beating a dead horse here it's just a little too late um he offered her uh two weeks severance and um she went with that of course lost her you know was all upset lost her first job and she cannot find a job and it's been uh six or eight months now Paul, uh, it's, okay. how long did you work there total, including with the previous clinic? Uh, it'll be about three years. Three years, okay. Three years. And he he only he only paid her two weeks pay. Correct. Okay, so it's not too late because if only two weeks, that's not even potentially her employment standards entitlements, or maybe just that. So I, I don't really care even if she signed something. Potentially, it, it, she still can do something about it. So uh, now the weight issue. Let's deal with that first. Uh, First of all, as you say, it's probably going to be difficult to prove, number one. Number two is unless your your daughter has a medical condition or a medical issue that maybe makes her overweight, it's potentially not illegal. It's illegal to let someone go because of a medical condition. If she's yeah. simply overweight because you know it's a, it's a genetic thing, then it is what it is. But if there's a medical issue, potentially there's a human rights issue. But beyond that, even just on the fact that she was let go, let's put the weight issue aside for a second. She easily could be owed, you know, three months pay, maybe maybe even slightly four months pay, uh, rather than two weeks pay. Well, that's so you're not we too late. We used your calculator, right? Yep. Your, your severance pay calculator, and that's roughly what it worked out to, right? Yeah. But but my, you know, it, it it's not the money; it's the fact that, that I I personally believe that he did this because they went with the whole the whole. Um, the whole health food thing, and yeah. everybody in the office but her was slim mm-hmm. and fit, yeah. uh, including the new doctor and her husband. And well, there, was no, then, there was no consultation between any of the doctors in, yeah. in regards to her termination. It was yeah, just that, that's probably what work. it was, Paul. It, it probably yeah. what it was. It, it really does suck. But have her give me a call. Let's talk. The good news, it's not too late. So you, you, you're not beating a dead horse, as you were saying, th- thankfully. Give me a call. Have her give me a call even better. Let me find out more about the circumstances of the termination. It is ultimately about compensation because that's really what the law knows how to do is is compensate. Uh, But let's deal with that. She's definitely owed more. And potentially the the weight issue can factor in as well. So I'm looking forward to speaking to her as soon as possible. Paul, the number 1-855-821-5900. We will get to uh, Barry. Hey, Barry, thanks for hanging in. How are you? Thanks. How are you doing? No worries. What's your concern, pal? Okay, so my wife has uh, signed one of those abusive employment contracts that you were talking about earlier, and it had an expiration date of two years. Now, we're now into uh, well into the going on to the fourth year. She's having a meeting with her boss tomorrow regarding compensation. And what I wanted to know, is that contract, even though it's been rolled over, is that still in force or is that contract expired as of the date it was supposed to be? So, I mean, I'd have to see the contract, but if it simply says this contract ends on whatever it is, January 1, 2015, and now we're in June 2017, then that contract is, is dead. 
but I'd want to see sometimes there could be language in it that allows it to continue. So I'd have to see it. But but in most cases, it's dead, which which is a good thing, which means that now she would be employed under an oral agreement. So none of those bad things in that potentially the agreement from two years ago would apply to her. So that's a good thing. Now, can she be forced in, in her conversation tomorrow? If he comes up and says, you, I want, to, want you to sign the contract, and the, we'll say the same uh, abusive contract, uh, well, what's her options at that point? Well, you, you're saying they want to talk about compensation. So he may say, here's what I'm going to do. I want to give you a pay raise. So let's say I'm going to give you another, another 5%, whatever it is, pay raise. Uh, but to get it, I need you to sign a new employment agreement. The point is, if she doesn't, he probably wouldn't give her the pay raise. But can he fire as a punishment for not signing? No, that's not an offense. He can't force her to sign. But if he offers her something and she doesn't, then presumably she won't get what he's offering her. But, you know, if he's going to increase her compensation, I'm going to just give you an example by a, a dollar an hour. It may not be worth that dollar to sign an agreement that potentially down the road can cost her thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. Correct. If he offers her an agreement to sign, I want to see that agreement before she signs it. Okay, she should not sign anything before I see it. Let me see it and tell her what it all means and whether it's a problem and how big a problem. Otherwise, she's essentially flying blind. It's a very bad idea. Well, well he is—he's told her there'll be no increase in compensation, and, and this, this gentleman has a track record of not giving increases. So I'm going to assume that they're having a, a discussion that's going to lead nowhere, other than he may want a contract signed. Well, she doesn't sign anything. Certainly not without me seeing it. Fair enough. Uh, that, that, that should be a rule there for, for her, for all our listeners. Do not sign an employment agreement when you're working without me seeing it. Let me tell you what it means, if it's a problem, if it hurts you, if, how badly. You need to know that information. One, one final question. I know you're uh, pressed for time. If, he was, if, if that contract, the original one that he signed, said that there was supposed to be a commission and he never paid commission, can she go back on that contract? It never it never specified the amount of commission. No, unfortunately not, uh, because once that breach happened, once she kind of continued working, she's Correct. deemed to have accepted it. So unfortunately now, we no, we can't go back. Fair enough. But we can make sure that if something like that is said in the new agreement, if they breach it, we can deal with it now, okay, and if, there's, if there is a new agreement. But again, don't sign anything without me seeing it. Appreciate your call, Barry. We'll take a uh, short pause and get to more of your phone calls. Jim and Ed, I see you guys hanging there. More of the Employment Hour coming right up. Talk Radio, AM 640. Ed, good evening. Hey, how you doing? Good, Ed. What's going on with you? Uh, my job is uh, was originally a customer service call center. You know, people call in, technical help, billing and stuff there. Last year, they started us with selling new products for the client. And um, now this year, they've moved to more of a focus on selling instead of uh, the customer service aspect. And right now we're at the point where, you know, we've got sales targets and if we don't meet them each month, we'll get written up. If we um, don't meet the sales targets so long in a row, we'll get um, written up or um, people have been walking out like flies there. And I'm just wondering, you know, do we have any recourse during, they say we have to offer it on every single call. Sometimes when we deal with an issue, you know, I may forget, and you know, that customer may go, I may have offered one product or not two. Mm. Do, I, do I have a recourse there if they say, you know what, you're not doing enough to sell, goodbye? Yes, you do. Uh, but the recourse is not so much about saving your job. is the yeah. fact that if they decide to let you go in that situation you've described, and by the way, that's a common situation, is that's a without cause termination. 
that's not you're not it's not misconduct. It's not like you're you're trying to hurt the company or doing anything on purpose. So they would have to pay you full severance. Now they can let you go. An employer is allowed to let someone go. They may decide that you know what we don't think that you fit in or that you're not selling enough products. Fine, they could do that, Ed. But they'd have to pay you severance. So let's talk about you specifically. How long have you worked there? Um, it'll be nine, 18 years in November. Wow, 18 years. And how old are you, Ed? Uh, 47 in October. So right around 14, 15 months pay is, is what I would assess you at uh, in your situation. So, yes, can they let you go tomorrow, even though you may not have done anything wrong or it's really not a big deal what you did do? Yeah, they can. Mm-hmm. They'd have to pay you. And here's what I want you to do also. You've been telling – you told us a, mo- a moment ago – that you know, people have been walked out all the time, happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Let them know to give me a call because they may think that they're not owed anything, and I bet you anything, if a company lets them go in that situation, that company is not paying them their full severance. No way. Big time. So have them give me a call. If that ever happens to you, it is what it is. I hope it doesn't because you've worked there a long time. But if it does, give me a call. Don't walk away from potentially tens and tens of thousands of dollars. Don't let your colleagues walk away from that. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's and what you can do. You can make sure you get what you wrote. And don't sign anything. Oh, no, do not sign anything. Yeah, words to live by, rule of thumb, rule number one, don't sign anything. Ed, you've been listening. Good stuff. The number is yep. uh, 1-855-821-5900. Uh, another good week, sir. We'll, uh, we'll take a break for now. We're going to be back Monday nights, of course, and then the uh, weekend shows of the Employment Hour. You need to get a hold of Lior anytime, Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. If you haven't used it already, severancepaycalculator.com. Find out what your severance offer should be, your full severance should be, and then one 821 5900 Till next time, the Employment Hour Talk Radio, AM 640.